Well, we get to the pass catchers, the guys who make the touchdowns, the guys that make the big money, and the guys that the girls like. We'll talk about the top of the depth chart, uh, Amari Cooper. We'll talk about the bottom of the depth chart with some of the younger guys, and we'll do it all coming up next on the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your co-host, host at GBush91, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Monday through Friday, 11 to 1. Wednesday, former Buckeye Robert Smith can be part of the episode. I saw that one today. Got me a little bit excited. Uh, so it was some time back in the day, Robert Smith, fantasy-wise. Thank you, Mr. Robert Smith. Do appreciate you. Part of that vaunted Vikings offense back in the day with Dante Culpepper. Of course, the Barbershop, 92.3, the fan. Um, you know, Saturday mornings, 9 to 12. Of course, with the summer, you know, you get a little bit more vacation time, which means for you folks listening religiously to 92.3, the fan, you get a little bit more barber shop in your life. We appreciate everybody, of course, who makes Locked On Browns their first listen every single day, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform. Make sure you're following, subscribe to the show, or of course, now on YouTube, over 2,200 subscribers to date. Um, the viewership has been fantastic. As I said, in just our brief infancy over in YouTube, we've become a top 10 viewed show at the Lockdown Cast Network. And again, always, none of that happens without you guys. We could put out the most fantastic content in the world, but nobody sees it. We can't control that aspect of it. So big, big thanks. Um, for me, um, training camp previews. Um, if there's one position in football that you probably could never never get me to stop speaking about it's the wide receiver position i've waxed poetic about the browns defense and the uh, expectations i have for them this year but you want to get jeff lloyd excited you talk about the wide receiver position there is just no way around it it's going to be interesting this year because in the beginning of the season we'll see how much the wide receivers can be involved in an offense that could be simplified a little bit for the time period that jacoby Brissett plays maybe could be a little more predicated on the run game until the Browns are able to get what they believe is going to be the franchise changer at the quarterback position in Deshaun Watson. This year, the acquisition was made, and this was made in early March. The Browns went out. The Dallas Cowboys were in a, you know, a little bit of a financial situation where they had a lot of good talent, and they were deep at the wide receiver position. They were in a position where they wanted to either A, extend Michael Gallup, and by doing that meant they might have to move on from Amari Cooper. Found themselves in a difficult position. Andrew Berry found a bargain as far as what could be traded for in Amari Cooper. Sent a fifth-round pick to the Dallas Cowboys. Comes on in. Amari Cooper, a bona fide number one wide receiver. There is no question uh, of that in any way whatsoever. And one thing here, now with Amari Cooper, just one thing to get to understand Um I'm just going to put it this way, and this was out from uh, NFL on CBS the other day. Randy Moss, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Larry Fitzgerald, Antonio Brown, and Amari Cooper. 
These are the only wide receivers with 7,000 yards receiving and 500 receptions before their age 28 season. So whatever you think about Amari Cooper, the production has been there throughout his entire NFL career, whether it was with the Raiders, whether it was with the Dallas Cowboys. Now here for the Browns, um, for me, the one thing we've talked about with him, Garrett, throughout the offseason is it's kind of like Nick Chubb. You don't hear much from Amari Cooper. And for a wide receiver room where there's certainly been some issues the last couple of years, it's nice to get another guy in here similar to Nick Chubb where, hey, look, you know, talking ain't my game. Playing is my game. And this is going to be the guy that is going to spearhead this room. There's going to be a lot of people and there's going to be an opportunity for anybody. There's, I mean, what the pecking order is after Amari Cooper may not be certain to this point. But the Browns do know what they have. They have a bona fide number one wide receiver. And this one comes maybe without any headaches. Just a guy who's going to come in here, run his routes, catch his balls, and produce. Believe it or not, Amari Cooper is an upgrade from what they had last year. Amari Cooper is an upgrade from what they had in Jarvis Landry. Uh, you look at his body of work. Um, Jarvis Landry was probably one of the most prolific guys in the, in the league in, in his time, early time with the Dolphins and the Browns catching footballs. However, uh, he doesn't have the same skill set as Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is a bona fide number one receiver, has the body type, uh, also can run any route on the field. Jarvis is a great route runner, but Amari Cooper is a tactician him, himself as well. Uh, he, he can run every route on the field. Um, just go look at his Madden rating. Madden ratings come out, right? I don't know if, if this is true. But uh, Jamar <laughs> Chase is rated at 87, and, and, and your boy, Amari Cooper, is at 90. Now, am I a little biased in saying I'll take the 90? Heck yeah, I'm going to take that 90. But hey, hey, you're not better than Jamar Chase. Come on now, bro. Hey, hey, come on now. But that just goes to show you the type of level of respect he has around the league because they know what he could do. Listen, you know, I, I, to me, I'm a little – I'm a guy that likes to envision things. And when I envision, you know, Joe Buck – Saying it, it, Deshaun Watson, he has Cooper for nine. I I just be like, oh yeah, yeah. Joe Buck saying Troy Edmond. Well, Mari Cooper's uh he he already has six catches for forty nine yards already, and it's the first quarter. See, that's what I envision. And when you talk about not only having Amari Cooper, right? You talk about the bump that he gets. I don't know where y'all got these guys raked, but I I think uh I think uh Deshaun Watson is better than uh uh Dak Prescott. You know, I think Deshaun Watson is better than than Derek Carr. So if he put those numbers up over in those places, what are you going to be able to do here? What are you going to be able to do and put that running game in there where the play action game is devastating? The RPOs, he and this is a fact. And people have to understand this. I say it all the time. He's playing with the best roster he's ever played with. That is a fact. That, and it's hard to say because he's played for some good teams. But it, it, that's the case with the Cleveland Browns roster. You bring Deshaun Watson in, guess what? This is the best roster you play with. You bring Amari Cooper in, guess what? This is the best quarterback, best roster, best running back, best line he's played with. You just keep talking about it. And these guys are going to be able to come in here and do things that they didn't have didn't have the opportunity to do at other places. That's why I'm so excited about the the potential of seeing these guys all on the same in the same field, same time, and doing their thing. 
The thing with Amari Cooper, and this is an excellent point that you, uh, you know, are basically bringing here to the table, Garrett Bush, is, is look, Derek Carr, obviously, you know, not a slouch, had a very long, successful career. We all know the productivity that that Dak Prescott has had. You put all three, and we're just tunnel visioning, just looking straight at playing aspect of it. I don't think there's anybody, you know, who's as deep into the NFL as we are that's going to take either of those two quarterbacks over to Sean Watson. There is, you know, maybe one little drawback here for Amari Cooper, um, you know, playing for the Raiders, playing for the Dallas Cowboys, never really had to go into some weather scenarios that he's probably going to face here in some games with the Cleveland Browns. That's fine. That's okay. Um, you know, it's you know something you cannot control. So, I mean, there could be, you know, obviously we've seen, you go back to the 2020 season, back-to-back weeks, Houston Texans, Philadelphia weather was a crazy issue kind of really really passing games that week um so there's going to be times where that could be a hitch but for the browns i think they got a guy who they feel plays like a number one wide receiver and i think over the last couple of years we believe you know amari cooper has played better than jarvis landry has played better than odell beckham jr but you get this guy in here who is just focused on doing his task he's not focused on uh, you know on other things um you know i'm sure in dallas you know over the last couple of years with cd lamb with Michael Gallup, there were opportunities where you know maybe Amari Cooper didn't get as many balls thrown his way as he would have liked. But you want to know what? I didn't hear about it. You didn't hear about it. Dallas media didn't hear about it. Dallas locker room didn't hear about it. Here was a guy being paid top money to be a number one wide receiver, and the Cowboys were in a situation where they had—I don't know if I necessarily want to call C.D. Lamb a two or you know Michael Gallup, but they had two young receivers who they were developing and you know saw the path where it was going to be a C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup room. Amari Cooper, forever the good soldier about it, did everything that was asked of him. Now in here with this situation with the Cleveland Browns, the opportunity to probably get as many targets as maybe as you've seen early in his days with the Raiders. He's quiet. He's good. He's a proficient route runner. Um, I think one of the things that's maybe not understood, and when you talk route running, is Amari Cooper is a guy not only to able to see who the guy in front of him, what he is doing, Omari Cooper is able to gauge the spot where he's supposed to be. So, yeah, this route, technically, I'm supposed to be at the 17-yard mark. Um, but you know what? That safety's creeping up. So you want to know what? We're going to make this at maybe 14. Or, you know what? I'm running this at about the 18. Oh, you know what? That linebacker's cheating back. We're going to drop this to 12 to 13. I'm going to make a better angle. I'm going to make a better window of opportunity for my quarterback to get the ball to me so we can move on. This was a great addition for the Browns. And obviously, it's been a offseason full of bunch of key moves for this team. But getting Amari Cooper and the way they did for a fifth-round pick, it's quiet. It's, it's a quiet, quiet move. And it sets up this room because the Browns could kind of have the same situation the Cowboys did groom, develop some other younger guys because you know what Amari Cooper can bring to this team. Definitely, you know what Amari Cooper can bring to the team. And and, and, and he just brings that, uh, it's the subtle subtle confidence, uh, the, the subtle uh, uh, professionalism, and just, you know, professional route runner, man. I, I mean, if you're on the goal line and you, you ask him to, to run a, a slant, he's going to run a slant, put his foot in the ground, and get over the top, man. If you ask him to run, if he can run the fade. I mean, he does just so many things well. He's a good blocker. I just think it's just one of the most underrated moves in the, in the, in the game in, in the, uh, for Andrew Barry and in the Cleveland Browns because that really solidified their passing game. If there's one thing that there are question marks about this team was the passing game. But we don't we don't have to worry about it. This aspect, 
You got a number one receiver. No question. Amari Cooper uh, is going to be slated to do big things for the Browns here. And again, everybody just understand it could be a little bit slower if we start the season with Jacoby Brissett. Um, you know, not the you know certainly not the talent at the position that the signal caller whenever the suspension period is over will be when John Watson gets to take over this offense. We're going to get back here. We're going to focus. But here on the kids, Anthony Schwartz, Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Bell, third-year player, second-year player, a rookie, and seeing you know the impact and understanding there could be a little bumps along the way here for these young men. But promises there for all three of these guys. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Is your vehicle an EX, an LX, V6, V6 Turbo? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only manufacturer their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family-owned business. It's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low, and whatever the chain store pays for the part, you pay yourself. So cut out the middleman. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know Garrett and I sent you their way. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush in the building. Jeff Lloyd in the building. Hey, shout out to everyone who's going out there to support and what we're doing right now. Really big uh, increase in our views, man. We're... we're Excited about those, man. Like Jeff said, we we trending towards the top five podcast on the Locked On uh, Network. We're just happy that you guys make our, our, you, us our, your first listen every single day. Uh, and we want to salute you for doing so. 2,200 uh, 2, subscribers strong so far. We might even make it to 3,000 before the end of the month. Fingers crossed. Let's continue to do that. Uh, and, and definitely follow us on Twitter at GBush91, at Jeff Lloyd underscore, or, or at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on uh, Twitter. Uh, we talked about Amari Cooper, what he brings to the table. Uh, consummate professional. We really feel he's going to be a, a really great influence on these next group of guys that we're going to talk about a little bit. We talked to the young pups. And the first guy, he's not really a young pup. Not really a young pup. He's He's a guy that a lot of people have had some some uh, some curiosity about. He's a guy that that uh, has had some uh, some good flashes of, of what he can do, especially uh, a couple of years ago in 2020. And coming out of high school, uh, he was one of the top rated receivers uh, according to all of the the scouting sites. So uh, Donovan Peoples Jones is a guy that has shown us something. Caught the deep pass against Tennessee Titans a couple of years ago. Uh, caught it, caught the the beautiful back shoulder fade thrown by Baker Mayfield in Cincinnati. Got his foot feet in. So he he's a guy that has all of the traits, right? He's he's big. He has good speed. Uh, he can run different routes. He can go over the middle. Has solid hands. Haven't seen him drop very many balls. It's a, it's just about him piecing this thing together consistently now, putting together a couple of uh, of great games in a row, and being that consistent guy that can get off press coverage, a guy that, that can read the defense and in zone coverages can, can sit down where he's supposed to. And then he's another guy that I really believe 
um, is going to benefit from having a guy like Deshaun Watson and to a certain extent, Jacoby Brissett, right? I mean, Jacoby Brissett is not going to throw deep ball after deep ball, but in, in certain spots, in certain situations, if you give him time, he's a professional quarterback. He's going to hurt you a little bit. And, and and he can make the throws that uh, that we need to make in, in terms of what Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to run and what Amari Cooper is going to run. So uh, p- keep in mind that the play action, just like our DMs, are always open. <laughs> the play action, like the DMs, are always open, bro. Like, you, you got a couple of, you know, you run Chubb, you run Hunt, and all of a sudden those linebackers are jumping up in your face, and you'd be surprised how windows are wide open when you got when you got to stop two of the best backs in the league. So I'm looking forward to Donovan Peoples-Jones taking that reign. We need – if the Browns want to be a team that can go 6-2, and two, even 5-3 and three, uh, in the time period where Deshaun Watson isn't there, he's going to have to step up and make some plays. Because uh, sooner or later, like we know, yeah, you can run play action, you can run the running game, but some at some point in time you're going to need big plays to make these defensive uh, backs and defenders leave the line of scrimmage. So we're going to need him to step up, be that number two guy. Uh, he has the potential, shown some flashes. Now let's see if he can do a full time. The thing with Donovan Peoples Jones, and you know, for Donovan, you know, I, I think we saw some things his rookie year in 2020 that everybody liked. Understanding the fact that he was a sixth round pick, you know, I think people equate Donovan Peoples Jones, five star athlete, played at Michigan, and all of a sudden he should be more than maybe was six or six round picks for a reason um you know going to michigan certainly didn't do donovan people's jones a a lot of help as far as you know the potential of growing his game and making him a better receiver um so you saw those flashes in 2020 now what was the big talk last august in 2021 it was about the summer that donovan people's jones was putting together and everybody was talking about you know the camp that donovan people's jones was having season started not much but now here we were, and we were right back into, once again, the Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry-based part of the passing game, and who kind of got left out in the you know, left field, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Then it all went down again, Jarvis and bumps and bruises. You finally parted ways with Odell. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, monster game against the Arizona Cardinals. Donovan Peoples-Jones, once again, with a big play Cincinnati for a 75-yard touchdown for Baker Mayfield. I don't know if we're talking about a player here who's going to give you a statistical production where we're talking 70 receptions, 1,000 yards. And that's okay. He does not have to give you that type of production. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and I think the way they constructed this room is that maybe they understood some of the weaknesses for Donovan Peoples-Jones are the short, intermediate, underneath stuff. That's fine. Don't worry about it. That's why you go out and you draft a guy like David Bell. The key to this and the key to putting together a winning roster or even a winning positional room is understanding strengths and weaknesses of said players. Don't ask players to do things that that you know they're uncomfortable with, that they know they're uncomfortable with. It's just bad, bad football. It's bad, bad sports. It's just bad, bad theory in general in any aspect of life. Anthony Schwartz, he, with the seed, and of course it was a difficult rookie season. You know, a lot of time missed, took that sick, sick uh, in the Patriot left Anthony Schwartz, you know, out of commission for a while, missed a lot of time. But there was some promise that week one game in Kansas City, everybody was just like, whoa, like nobody saw this coming because Anthony Schwartz didn't really participate a ton in the summer. Green Bay Packer game on Christmas Day had a nice effect in that game. I think he had two jet sweeps, almost 30 yards on those, caught a touchdown. You got to see what the Browns thought they were excited about with a player like Anthony Schwartz. Um, the possibilities there for Anthony, and this is where it's going to be crucial for Anthony. He's got to hit the ground running this summer. 
because a lot of what Anthony Schwartz can do, Browns return man Jakeem Grant could do as well. So the Browns already have Jakeem Grant here. So if Anthony Schwartz wants these opportunities, he better hit the ground running because the Browns can just say to Jakeem Grant, well, we're going to expand your role a little bit more and do the type of things which give like a return aspect within the passing game, jet sweeps, short crossers. You can have Jakeem Grant do those if Anthony Schwartz isn't able to get it done. David Bell. Everything about David Bell at this point has been extremely positive. Um, Everybody loves the work. They love the diligence. They love the effort put in. He's been catching everything that's thrown to him. Um, For people who were, you know, I didn't knock him during the draft process. Maybe his time speed wasn't as good as anybody else. I think his intelligence at position, his understanding of the position, his able, you know, his ability to navigate throughout a route and find the window and the best avenue for the quarterback to get him the ball. It's something that doesn't always jump off on tape, but I think that is something the Browns saw and the Browns are seeing to this point with David Bell. There's a nice group here, and it's not that any one of these guys need to necessarily break out, Garrett, but you need to say when we're talking about Donovan Peoples-Jones, positive steps. When we're talking about Anthony Schwartz, positive steps. When we're talking about David Bell, positive steps. You hear that type of stuff through the summer. We see that stuff early in the season. This Browns wide receiver room could finish a lot better than maybe people are anticipating when it's Cooper and a bunch of younger players. I I, I totally agree. I totally agree with that because what what you're going to say is, you know, if if I'm the wide receiver coach, I'm telling those guys, listen, you don't got to do nothing extra. We're not asking you to be a hero out here. We're not asking you to save the day like Captain Kirk. All we want you to do is run the routes, and we're going to put you in a position that 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 we need you to do. We want to put you put you in a position that things that you do best. If you're Anthony Schwartz and it's third and ten, you're not looking for Anthony Schwartz uh, to be be the guy that you're looking downfield and you counting on him to beat man coverage and bringing down a jump ball in the back. That's not his game. But what I can do if it's third and four, I can run bubble screen, tunnel screen, uh, wide receiver screen. I can run jet motion. I can do reverses and things like that. I can run quick slants with him because that's the stuff that he's comfortable with in smaller doses, right? Uh, you're not going to ask, uh, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones to run reverses. <laughs> His job is to be an intermediate re- receiver, run some digs, uh, and, and, you know, run, run the deep comeback routes. Uh, that, that's what we're going to ask you to do. So, you know, to me, I think if everybody consistently can just see what their role is and Kevin Stefanski can go ahead and mix the playbook up, mix the run in the past, I think the Cleveland Browns uh, ride receivers, you'll look up and say, wow, these guys are playing much higher than what their name brand recognition is. And I think that's one of the keys to it, because when you get a bunch of these guys on the field and, you know, everyone has a strong suit, then there's ability once they start feeling better and maybe take them a little bit outside their comfort zone but it's gonna be a really really difficult situation if the browns say come out in a set where deshaun watson in the gun kareem hunt in the backfield and you've got amari cooper donovan peoples jones anthony schwartz and david bell on the field that is a really really difficult matchup for any secondary because it's like almost like pick your poison because cooper can do it all peoples jones can get vertical Anthony Schwartz, if you're caught slipping at any spot whatsoever, that 429 speed is going to cook somebody. And then there's David Bell, who's kind of just going to be like, you know, the Mr. Reliable. And, yo, well, it was third and six. You guys covered everybody deep. I caught the six yard mark, turned it upfield, got 11, first down. Now we get Nick back on the field, eat up some yards. The potential for what this could be is, is really, really special. And, 
we know the Browns put a lot of work in here in rebuilding this room. You know, Donovan three years ago, Anthony two, David just recently, the acquisition of Cooper, bringing in Jakeem Grant. There's a name still in this room. And I'm not saying the opportunity, and I'm not saying these guys don't have an opportunity because, look, I mean, the pressure is going to be on some of these guys here, um, of course, with Anthony and Donovan and David Bell. And there are some names here that are pretty good players, you know, who, you know, there was a player, you know, had a couple stints in the NFL. There's another player the Browns drafted. We're going to get to all that and more here. Your latest Lockdown Brown, uh, Lockdown Browns, wide receiver training camp preview, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd. We appreciate you all for being along for the ride. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness, but stop drooling and listen. They're good for you. They're low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, and of course, delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to built.com. Make sure you don't miss out. They are going fast because they taste amazing. All built bars are made with collagen protein, which your body uh, absorbs more efficiently and provides a ton of health benefits. Um, and it is something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about built puffs is, of course, they taste amazing. But you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you. They're a perfect treat, perfect when you've got a craving or you need to satisfy your sweet tooth or you need a quick snack. They are an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet, brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Go to Built.com. Order your box of coconut chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15. See, I might want to turn my mic on. That's what you know. Turn your mic on, son. Do it. Do the job. Welcome. Back you never to do the, this. It's all new to you. First day. This is the first day. <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, Locked on Browns podcast. <laughs> Jeff and G. Bush here. Uh, enjoying talking a little bit about the wide receivers going into camp. Uh, 2022 make sure you go ahead and follow us on twitter uh, on the locked on browns uh you know twitter page as well make sure you're doing that too um you know you could definitely uh follow us there follow us individually and then most importantly make sure you get out make sure you check out the youtube make sure you're consistently and continuing to download our podcast um we'll do our best best to give you nothing but the content you know I, the thing I, I like most about this this podcast is i actually get to talk a lot about the browns and not just the tertiary things not just the the fluffy stories or or the tabloids like we said like to say we get to actually talk about the x's and o's what goes on between those white lines so that's what the most enjoyable part of this is uh, as well and i've been getting that same level of feedback from from a lot of people who who listen to the show so let's get to uh now we, I would call these the experimental group, right? You talked about the OG in the room and, and Amari Cooper. You talked about some of the younger guys that have been in the Browns uniform but need to step up and see what they're going to do. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz. We heard David Bell. Those are the guys. But now we get to we get to the experimental uh, guys, the guys that are, were drafted this year, late round guys, guys that, that seem to have some tools, uh, and, and but you're anxious to see what those tools mean and actually uh, get a chance to see those guys out there on the actual practice field, not in shorts and T-shirts. Uh, a couple of guys, uh, we, they went Oklahoma heavy. Uh, they, they went Oklahoma heavy on this. Um, they had uh, Michael Woods, the second. They got him. 
Michael Woods II, by the way, uh, is from Oklahoma. And I'm like, man, I think he transferred from Arkansas during the, during the year. Yes. He transferred from Arkansas. And uh, he's he's on the roster, a guy that, uh, you know, was also had a, a lot of talent coming out of high school. Uh, you talk, look at a, a guy like Isaiah Weston coming out of uh, Northern Iowa is another guy who's six foot four, runs a four four, big guy, big frame. Um, and then you got guys like Jamarcus Bradley, who's been in and out of this team, off the practice squad, on the practice squad is always, um, you know, he was always with Cordero Hodge, the guys that, you know, if somebody got hurt, we'll bring back Jamarcus Bradley. So next man he's up. One, next man up. He's <laughs> always in and out. We don't know if he's going to stick with the with the squad as well. Uh, and then, you know, you still get, get guys uh, like Jakeem Grant. Like, that guy is a dude that is going to give you something in special teams. He could definitely, and I like what you said too. If Anthony Schwartz ain't stepping up, that's a guy that you're looking forward to getting some of those reps, some of those gadget plays. Um, definitely is going to be our kick returner and punt returner. He's dynamic in that. And I like the fact that the Cleveland Browns have addressed that between the kicker and the return game as well. They said basically it's not good enough. Jakeem Grant was one of those guys. Uh, who was the best in the league at returning punts. So we'll we'll take a look at him on offense as well. But, Jeff, who, what stands out to you about some of those experimental guys? Do you think any of them have an opportunity to make the roster? It's going to be interesting the way it works out because it's how many wide receivers you end up keeping. You obviously think right off the bat that Amari Cooper is safe. You think David Bell is safe. You think Donovan is safe. Perhaps Anthony Schwartz is safe. Uh, Jakeem Grant becomes a fifth because of his returnability. So then it's a whole bunch of guys maybe fighting for what that sixth spot would be. Javon Wims on this roster. Javon Wims was a pretty promising prospect out of Georgia a few years ago. A lot of people liked his vertical ability uh, at the time for his uh, playing days in Athens. It's never really worked out. Had a stint with San Francisco. Uh, didn't really work out with the Bears, but obviously I don't you know, find a wide receiver. It did work out for, for the Bears over the last few years. So who's to say whether or not you can judge him on that? Jamarcus Bradley, if everybody remembers the 2020 loss to the New York Jets when the entire wide receiver room was out of the lineup due to COVID, um, Jamarcus Bradley had like seven for 90 and change that day. You know, here he was a guy, basically a practice squatter, who turned into Baker Mayfield's number one target that day. You mentioned Michael Woods out of Oklahoma. It was probably an interesting um, move for Michael Woods to go from Arkansas to Oklahoma um, because obviously he was kind of like the big fish in the small pond in Arkansas, went to Oklahoma where it was basically, you know, there's a whole bunch of wide receivers recruited to Oklahoma every year, but still had some nice production in his final year uh, down in Norman. Michael Harley is a name that's been talked about a lot, you know, through OTAs to this point. And um, he's, he's put together a nice showing for himself. What's his chance to make this roster? Not really sure. A guy like Isaiah uh, Weston. And here's the thing. And I know you've been talking about him for a little bit he, he brings something to nobody else. Like we talk about Anthony Schwartz and running this 4-2-40. Isaiah Weston comes in here and says, well, I'm six foot four. I got that going for me. Nobody else does. I got that going at six foot four. So he's got he's something that's a little yeah. bit different than the rest of them. Question's going to be, you know, because, you know, you play at Northern Iowa going now into an NFL training camp. It's not like a jump. It's kind of like a double jump from the level that he's going to Isaiah Weston. So, you know, as long as the lights aren't too bright, you know, things aren't too big. Isaiah Weston has an opportunity to maybe turn some heads, make some noise here in this training camp. But this room is deep. 
It's got a lot of talent. You've got your headliner. You've got young players you're looking to step up. Um, you've got some gadget guys in Grant and Anthony Schwartz. Um, and again, the potential of this room, it could be a slow starting process because it will be Jacoby Brissett for, we're not sure how many games, um, but it'll probably be a little bit of a slower process till you get to the time where Deshaun Watson is paired with this group. And then you could really, really see this wide receiver room really, really take a, you know, a jump, a big jump. Yeah, you know, the cool thing about it is getting the opportunity to see, for once, the Browns have a lot of different people, young pieces and parts in there. And for what they've done, they're trying to tell everybody, we're trying to develop our own receivers, right? Obviously, Amari Cooper has a couple of year more years on his deal, I think, but they can get out of their contract with him uh, after next year. He doesn't have any more guaranteed money after that. But what they're trying to show you is, look, we, we want to build the guys through the draft. We want to get our guys in here. And we want to develop them. So this year is going to be a great opportunity to watch some of the young dudes. And uh, hopefully um, we can get a solidified number two receiver and some guys that are dependable uh, as this season moves along. There's no question. Uh, you know, we, we just continue to roll through this training camp preview series. To this point, you have the running backs, you have the offensive line, you have the wide receivers. Um, I've mentioned here, you know, look, everybody would love, you know, for the quarterback. It's hard to just do the quarterback room right now um, without knowing exactly, you know, the fate of Deshaun Watson and his availability for this team. You know, when we have a more concrete word, we can get the quarterback episode done. But I don't want to give you something out here that if somebody wants to go look back at this series in August, you know, it's, it's you know, can look foolish with the information, obviously, that we have given you. We continue to put out the best content we can day in, day out for you guys. Obviously, a little bump in the training camp talk yesterday. As you know, maybe we're getting closer and closer, uh, you know, to the finalization of what the final word is going to be as far as, you know, Deshaun Watson and uh, his possible suspension. Hopefully we're getting closer there. So yesterday, obviously, we got you the latest on all that. But training camp previews to this point, you've got offensive line, you've got running backs, you've got wide receivers. He is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday. 11 to 1 guests rolling in every single day. I mean, the 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 creme de la creme of Ohio has been rolling through the Cleveland Sports Show. Um, Browns just I mean, the, the guys over there, uh, the show just continues to knock down doors, bring in some of you know your absolute favorite athletes with Ohio ties, uh, day in, day out. The barbershop 923, the fans, Saturday mornings, and of course, summertime, a little more vacation time for some of your regulars. Barbershops open a little bit more on 923 the fan. Make sure you're checking it out. Garrett Bush at G Bush91, myself, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself, lockdown Browns, follow back account. DMs are always open. We appreciate all of you who make this your first listen every day for your Cleveland Browns information, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform, whether it is on YouTube. Again, now over 2,200 subscribers, uh, the viewership off the charts right now. Um, we set some goals for ourselves when we started this. They were probably a little lofty. Um, you guys have actually helped us reach those goals. So for that, you know, we could not be more appreciative, more thankful. Again, you know, all of this all of this stuff and is you know whatever happens to the people who get to host these shows it doesn't happen without people watching i mean you can put out the greatest content in the world but if people aren't tuning in but tuning in means one thing it means you appreciate what we're doing you like what we're doing and we will continue to do the best we can for you this has been our daily delivery of all things pound lgb on the lob let's go browns <laughs>